Hi, and welcome to the North Alabama Conference Read Together podcast. I'm Reverend Wayne Hicks. I'm an elder in the conference and presently pastor at Lexington United Methodist Church in Lexington, Alabama. Today we'll read from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, beginning in verse 1. And so, brothers and sisters, I could not speak to you as spiritual people, but rather as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for solid food. Even now, you are still not ready, for you are still of the flesh. For as long as there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving according to human inclinations? For when one says, I belong to Paul, and another, I belong to Apollos, are you not merely human? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants, through whom you came to believe as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. The one who plants, the one who waters have a common purpose, and each will receive wages according to the labor of each. For we are God's servants, working together. You are God's field, God's building. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So for most of us, an average day begins with the alarm clock going off at the same time, or, or at least pretty close to the same time, as it always does. Some of us are good enough at it that we even wake up before the alarm goes off. That's not me, but some of us are good at that. Anyway, the, the alarm goes off about the same time. We do the same things. The toothbrushing, maybe meds to take, then the shower gets going, you finish there, get dressed, get some coffee, have something to eat, shift on over, maybe have a bit of quiet time, devotional reading, a prayer, and then scoop up everything and get rolling into whatever is going on today, whatever the day is going to present. Gather up everything and head on in. There's a lot of routine built into the average morning, I think. And when things get out of that rhythm, it can really feel pretty strange. A while back, I got sidetracked with something just barely after I woke up, and I didn't realize that I'd forgotten to take my medicine that morning until I got a wicked case of heartburn by the middle of the day. So routines can be a really good thing. They can help keep us on track, make sure we're hitting our marks, Routines are useful because they can help us know that we're doing the important, needful things and maybe not getting heartburn before lunch. There are times, though, when we need to look for ways that we might intentionally change the pace a little, you know, switch up the routine. If there's somewhere you drive a lot, you know, going to work or school or whatever, maybe choose to take a different path. It's pretty amazing how something so simple will allow us to have a fresh look at what's around. You know, a lot of times uh, when we're driving the usual path, it can kind of just fly by without really noticing anything. But if we shake it up a little bit, it could show us something new. There are times I think, well, you know, that's new. And I say that out loud. When did they build that? And my wife sitting next to me in the car will say, oh, well, that went up three months ago. But I haven't gone that way in a while. And so to me, there's something new to see there. And it seems kind of weird if you think about something so simple, but just a little bit of change in things can help sometimes. 
Because for all the good routines do, being willing to see something new has a way of kind of blowing out the cobwebs and allowing us to see familiar things in new ways. You know, when this passage in verse 9 says, we are God's servants working together, you are God's field. I believe that's a little peek into these ideas of routine and new sites. Preparing, planting, nurturing, growing a field, that, that involves a lot of routine work. But then there are things like evolving soil conditions and changing weather and our energy levels and if we have somebody to help us or how many we have to help us. And those things all change from time to time. And so it's a good thing to think and act in ways that are flexible and adaptive to those changing kind of variables. The field described in this passage we're working is God's field, not ours. So while some things are routine, we'll still want to watch and listen for the new things God will show us and the new ways God will lead us. And all that can start with what we do on Sundays or whenever it is that we get together with others to worship and pray and learn together, right? Because for many of us, Sunday mornings might look a little different than the other six days, but worship days kind of have their own routines too, don't they? I mean, we might get up at a little bit different time than we do Monday through Friday, but we still run through some of the same wake-up cleanup sort of thing, and we go to wherever our gathering is, and we often sit in the same place, and we have our expectations of what worship will look like, you know, generally how things will flow, and we expect certain routines, certain rituals, and, and all those routines and rituals can be really, really good things. I mean, the routines and rituals of our community life together, and especially worship, they, they help us focus and they help us center. Now, they put us in either a different physical space or at least a different mindset than we usually are. And things like praying the Lord's Prayer, uh, affirming our core beliefs in the Apostles' Creed, or simply just hearing the voices of our brothers and sisters and others joined all together with our own. All our routines in worship and in our community life can be these channels that God works with to connect with us and cut through the usual clutter so that we can hear what we need to hear and feel what we need to feel. These routines, they give us a place to bring the cares of last week and any anxiety about the coming week. And they, they give us this time to be quiet and listen for God's Spirit. And even though week to week is very similar in pattern, remember that no single worship service is ever exactly the same as another. I mean, songs and scriptures, they change. The people who are around us change at least somewhat from week to week. Uh, and certainly whatever we're thinking of, what we're focused on, what we're concerned about, those are different on any given day than they were the last time we gathered. So just by bringing ourselves into the time and place of worship and being together, we make ourselves available to, to be cultivated by the Spirit, made aware of what God is doing. 
you know, holding on to this note from this passage that we are God's field, that can help us remember to be open-hearted enough to be cultivated, to be grown, and to flourish. You know, the folks Paul, Paul was writing to in, in Corinth, they seem to have come in the door of their gathering and then sort of retreated into their bubbles, you know, thinking this is my group. We have the inside track and we're doing it right and I'm comfortable here and I'm doing my thing and those people over there aren't part of my thing. Well, Paul tells them they're acting like babies, you know, thinking they have it all figured out and forgetting the big picture of what Christ is doing. When we meet together and pray and learn and sing and affirm together, it, it's not just abstract beliefs. It's not just staking out our territory, and it's not even for our personal satisfaction. It's, it's exercise to grow into mature people who follow the way of Christ, being more in tune with and more deliberate about our imitation of Christ. The church is made up of different kinds of people who are called to get in motion, you know, different maturity levels and different kinds of gifts and talents and different kinds of views, certainly. But we all gather to put ourselves intentionally in the presence of God, to feel these familiar anchors that refresh us and teach us and affirm us and remind us of what our spiritual North Star is. And then underneath the routines and familiar patterns, Christ is doing a work in each one of us, showing and leading us to new things all the time so that we can each do our work at whatever level maturity, in whatever way we're gifted in Christ's name. It says here that some are called to plant seeds and others are called to water the seeds. And in those different roles, there is a faithful expectation that by Going where God calls us to go, we get to be included in the things that God is doing to redeem and heal the world. Regardless of our specific gifts or specific callings, God has chosen us all to be in relationship, to dwell in us, to work through us. Routines and rituals, whether they're personal or especially as a gathered body, those are points where we begin waiting and listening for God to help us cultivate fertile ground, how to plant seeds in our lives and then see those seeds grow and blossom into beautiful fruits that go out into the world. You know, putting ourselves into the position of prayer and praise and opening our hearts to the movement of the Spirit. Those, those things all help us to be ready and willing, as the old hymn says, to move when the Spirit says move. You know, athletes and actors and dancers and lots of experts in doing physical things of beauty and precision. They, they practice those things over and over and over and over. It's, it's things that we might watch and think are the most boring, mundane, nitpicky drills and practices ever. I mean, think Mr. Miyagi and Karate Kid making Daniel wax on and wax off for hours at a time, right? But they do those repetitive things that may seem silly or boring so that they can build muscle memory. They want muscle memory so that when they're in the position of doing their craft on the big stage or 
the moment of stress or in the big competition, that, that muscle memory will be there in those big moments and their bodies will act just as they've trained to do. It'll feel natural. It'll feel automatic to do what the drills have taught them to do. So in worship, in prayer, in opening our hearts every day to God's grace, we're building muscle memory so that when we're out in the world and we, we come upon situations and opportunities that'll happen to, to serve and affirm and support and forgive and love, we can automatically just respond in those faithful ways. And while we're in the in between periods, between the big game days, we let the work with God be the work with God. You know, appreciate the routine, but always watching and listening for the next new thing that God is doing, the next new thing that God wants us to be a part of. So when we meet together, Rest in the fact that, that in those times, we'll be able to find comfort and refuge, and we'll be able to be nourished and built up and equipped. We'll be able to lean into those familiar patterns that bring us back to the touchstone of Christ and His Spirit in us. But also know that when we meet together, it's a time when we can be challenged, when we can look for something new, when we can look for something exciting inside those familiar routines a time when the spiritual muscle can be built and then we can be sent out into the kingdom work that Christ calls us to do in his name. Let's pray. Gracious God, we are thankful for the love and the intention that you bring to our lives, the ways that you intersect with us all through the day, every day, we pray that we could get out of our bubbles, get out of our assumptions to see the bigger picture of what you are doing, to be hungry, to be a part of that, to accept your invitation that you're always extending to us, to step up and be a part of this kingdom work that you call us to. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your presence in our lives. And we pray that you would guide us afresh into new and exciting things again today. In Christ's name, amen.